0: The Eufy Video Lock takes the place of separate smart locks, security cameras, and doorbells all in one simple to install unit. A Phillips screwdriver was all I needed. The Eufy 330 Video Lock took me 20 minutes to install and there is no hard wiring necessary as it's powered by a 4 month rechargeable 10,000 milliampere-hour battery. The Eufy Video Locks are complete with fingerprint technology, passcode entry, physical keys, and free local storage for crystal-clear 2K video. There is absolutely no contract, nor the need for costly monthly monitoring subscriptions. The free Wi-Fi-driven iOS and Android-compatible apps let you have full control over your new Eufy Video Lock system in just a few clicks. Convenience and security are extremely important, and the Eufy Video Lock delivers on both. That's Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock because as the host of uncomfortable podcast you just never know who or what will wind up at your front door visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock and get yours now that's eufy e-u-f-y doing that I was face to face with it it was holding me by my throat and it felt like it was sucking something out of me i probably should have been more scared than i was when i witnessed the exorcism when i turned and looked on my right side when i did there's there's a beam mm-hmm. on the side of the tree a large beam it's looking at me, and I'm looking at it.
1: After I hit the lock button and looked
0: back up, I saw red eyes staring back at me. That They're going to show multiple gods all over the Earth be able to speak in people's languages. And at that point, it kind of converge into this one entity, which will be revealed as extraterrestrial. You'll realize that aliens are the gods of old. And at that point, it will like religion out of the context
1: of humanity. No, it couldn't have been a person. I know that. I know that people can't run through the woods like that.
0: So this thing comes into view, and I see it. It's 50 yards away from me. It's walking. It's walking on two legs. It's huge. This is a big, hairy-looking being. uncomfortable Everybody and welcome back to the show. I am your host, Eric Solaji. If you've got an uncomfortable experience and you'd like to have it featured on the show, please get a hold of me at contact.uncomfortable at gmail.com. Please make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, both at Uncomfortable Podcast65. Most importantly, please share the show with others and make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you can. Those are the main ways you can help in getting this show out in front of more people. And the more people listening means the more great guests we have coming forward with their experiences to share with you, the listener. Tonight's guest is my brother from another mother on the other side of the big pond. This is uh, this is the first time he's been on my show. I've been on him. uh, Like I said, I've been on his twice. Uh, Tommy Cullum from the Let's Get Freaky podcast over in the UK Uh, some time ago. Tommy was nice enough to, to have me on his show We had a great time I enjoy talking to him He's, he's just got a great personality I love him I, I, That's all I can say <laughs> So um, the word bloke uh, comes to mind Hopefully that's uh, proper terminology If not, I'm sure he'll let me know here shortly uh, Tommy's got some weird stuff Much like myself That is the reason why he decided to go into podcasting About the paranormal And with that being said let's uh, Let's bring him on welcome to uncomfortable
2: hello sir thank you very much for having me
0: well i'm blessed to have you on here my friend Um, it's it's good to see you again i've been listening to your show you're doing a great job you've had some really good guests on and uh it's about time we got you on to my show
2: yeah i'm very excited
0: to be here thank you very much man oh no problem so Tommy, real quick before we get into it, let everybody know where they can find you and uh, what you're doing.
2: So the podcast is called Tommy Cullum's Let's Get Freaky podcast. Uh, we're all on all the, the main podcast platforms. Um, you can find us on all of them uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok now even, uh, at TC Let's Get Freaky podcast, always on there. So uh, yeah, it'd be great if you can give us a follow and come and say hi.
0: He's got some good stuff out there, guys. You need to you need to give him a listen, because he's no. got some. Uh, he, he's a he's a great personality, and uh, so far from what I've heard, he's had some really good guests on there. Thank you very much. So, let's cut through all the uh, buttering each other up and uh, making each other feel good about ourselves. And uh, what uh, what got you into wanting to podcast about the paranormal?
2: Well, I've I've always loved the paranormal. I've always found it fascinating since I can remember, since being a kid. I've loved it all—ghosts, cryptids, UFOs. Always been fascinated by it. Um, And I started listening to other podcasts, say five years ago, and really got into into listening to podcasts, and that sort of become a part of my weekly routine. And I thought, you know what? I'd like to do this. I'd like to. I'd like to be that for someone else, be that weekly routine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's, that's, that's what got me, uh, that's what got me into doing the podcast.
0: Personal experiences. Pretty much shaped your, your early, early years, or was it later in life that you started having experiences or?
2: My, my first big experience, I was about 10 years old. And we, it was me and my brother, my mum and dad. um, We lived in a house that we believe where it was. It was haunted, the haunted house.
0: So Uh, your parents were in agreement with it as well?
2: Yeah, it was weird because we never spoke about it at the time when we was living in the house. We never spoke about it being haunted. It was only when we left, when we finally moved out, that my dad was like, yeah, I'm glad we got out of there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't going to say anything while we were there, but damn glad to be out of there. (laughs)
2: they didn't want to worry us but yeah it was a weird house it was next to a graveyard which i suppose helps um and it just had that weird vibe it's just when you go into a place that you that's haunted sometimes you can feel it and it was that sort of that sort of place
0: yeah
2: I mean, we had some good years there. we was there for, for many years it was we had some great times there but there was there was something there
0: what kind of stuff was going on there
2: so my first big experience, me and my brother shared a room. Um, we had bunk beds. We had a desk in the room. Uh, it was just a normal boy's room, me and my brother had. And I was on the top bunk. And one night I've woken up. I don't know what time it was. It was early hours of the morning. Um, I've woken up and looked down at my desk. And there was a man sitting there at my desk. Just looking up at me, uh, and it was the scariest thing. One of the scariest things I've ever seen. It was terrifying.
0: What do you, Can you can you describe him?
2: So when I describe him, I always say he looks like William Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, with the big ruffled collar and all that? Yeah, he had that sort of look. It wasn't William Shakespeare. Right. Um, but I think anyway.
0: <laughs> that, that, that time period, though
2: that time period had that look had long hair had like the little beard um, and it just had that those clothes on that you would associate with that time period yeah. and uh, you could see so there was light coming in from from the street lamps outside so you could see everything in the room and I could just see him clearly solid solid yeah it was just like a man was sitting there solid form and I'm, I'm just looking at this, like, shocked, absolutely shocked, and staring. And I screamed for my mum. She's come in the room, and this guy is still there, just staring at me. Mm. And I must have been looking at him for a good while before my mum come in because I, I was just shocked. I was just waiting for him to disappear, but he wasn't, he wasn't going anywhere. My mum's come in the room, and she's like, what's the matter? Because obviously I was a little bit hysterical. Um, and I said, there's a man sitting at the desk. There's a man. Sit-. And she said, there's, there's no one there. There's no one there. And she obviously she stayed in there with me for a little while and I could still see him. He was still sitting there.
0: Oh, he, he didn't coming. leave when she came in.
2: No, he was still there. And she was going over to him and she was saying he wasn't there, but he was there. I could still see him.
0: Did, did you notice what, like, was he reacting to her when she came near him? No, he didn't move. He just stayed in that same position, just staring at me.
2: Um, yeah, it was it was terrifying. So I he never left. He never left that room the whole night. My mum left the room. What? I stayed in the room, which I still can't believe. Like, cause there's no way I would now. And I've just gone under my covers, sweating. I remember I was sweating under the covers all night, not really sleeping. And yeah. Next day, I woke up, and
0: <laughs> now was your brother in the room as well.
2: My brother was in the room. Yeah, he didn't wake up. I don't know. I don't know how he didn't wake up because I was really quite circle. He didn't wake up. Um, yeah, so that was that was crazy. How old were you?
0: So I was about ten when that happened. Did you have any like? I mean, even in the years afterwards, if, did you ever have any kind of uh, um, an inkling as to? you know, why or, or what association he may have had with that house or.
2: No, I don't, I never saw him again. That's the only time I saw him. And, and for what I know, nobody else saw this guy in the house. Um, I know the house that, that we, the, the people that we bought the house off of the, the husband died in that house, but obviously he wasn't, um, Shakespearean times. So it wasn't him. Right.
0: What, are, <laughs> um, what are we talking? Is that like 1500s? Um,
2: I should know this, but I'm not too sure. <laughs> I should know that really. I'm not sure what
0: I mean, because, you know, I, I think we talked about this on your, uh, on your show before, um, yeah. you know, the difference in, in our histories, uh, over here in the U S you know, we don't, we don't have, we haven't been around long enough. Um, you guys over there, you're historically, you've had uh civilization over there for, you know, way, way longer than we have.
2: Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of old buildings and obviously castles and things like that. Yeah. So.
0: so how weird to see something from, from that, uh, that era.
2: Yeah. And it was just, it was just like it, a solid man st- sitting there. It
0: was so did did he, him, yeah. did he like, I mean, was there like any kind of acknowledgement or, um, I mean, were you, were you convinced that he was looking at you or were you just seeing him in a position where he looked like he was looking in your direction?
2: Definitely looking in my direction. Uh, he didn't move. He didn't change his position or anything. He just fixed on me, um, yeah, it's very strange.
0: Blinking, anything, any twitches on his face, anything that you can remember. Yeah, just, remember. just just blink. completely static, motionless. Just,
2: yeah, just looking at me. Um, when my mum came in the room, he didn't change at all. He didn't acknowledge my mum. Wow. Just carried on looking at me. Um, yeah, it gives me the chills thinking about it, man. <laughs>
0: That's crazy.
2: Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. You know that almost
0: that almost sounds you know the with the lack of um, any kind of uh, engagement between you and it uh, or he and he, he and you um, it almost you know kind of harkens back to when you talk about different type of hauntings um, something being a residual it almost it almost sounds like you were seeing a residual wow yeah
2: yeah. And, in that same room, my brother had a scary experience. um he didn't see that guy, but he woke up had a similar sort of experience, but he just saw eyes looking at him in that same room
0: just eyes
2: he said they were like a reddishy colour, just staring at him, and he he talks about that that now that that was freaky as well wow. <laughs> in that same room, yeah.
0: So how long, how long did you guys stay in that house?
2: Um, we was
0: there for a few years. We was there for a good,
2: I would say five years. Yeah. It so was there for a while. As I say, we had, we had good times in there, but there was just always that. My dad says it now. He says he always had a, a weird feeling there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So there was, and I, I saw something else in the house as well. Um, I was in my mum and dad's bedroom and I was just sort of, this was, I think this was after seeing that man, mm. but a little while after, cause I wasn't worried. I was just in the bedroom messing about. Um, I can't remember what I was doing. I was probably playing with uh, something. I don't know. But I was in their bedroom um, and I was just mucking about and a naked lady walked past me. Definitely a naked lady walked past me with blonde hair Um and my mum's blonde, so I just thought it was my mum. So this lady's walked past me and got into the ensuite in my mum and dad's bedroom, and I'm mucking about, just playing, doing whatever I was doing. I can't remember what I was doing, but I've just got mum and just walked into the bathroom just expecting to see her there because I've just seen her walk past me. So I'm talking away, and there's no one in the bathroom. And I was like... I was I just, I was just so shocked to ran downstairs. I was like, Mom, you just walked past me. And it wasn't her, but some some lady definitely walked past me with blonde hair. Um that was bizarre.
0: Okay, so when that happened, like you're you're witnessing her. Um, was it just more or less kind of out of your peripheral, or did you actually like turn and look at her and see that it was your mom? It was more out of my peripheral so you, you were just making an assumption that it was a blonde lady it was walking through the her bedroom so it had to be your mom
2: yeah that's what i thought yeah, yeah. wow and i was just I was convinced i was just started talking away and walked into the bathroom and she wasn't there and i was like what have i just seen <laughs> yeah uh, wow really
0: funny. so you know like once you guys got out of that house um conversations between mom and dad and you, uh, about the things that were going on there. Did they have experiences that they weren't letting you know about while you were in that house?
2: From one, I, I don't know if they, I don't think they did see anything. No. They didn't see any, no, they, they, I've spoke to them since about what I experienced and my brother experienced and they believe what we saw. Right. Um, yeah. So my mom was actually saying a little while ago that she, Feels bad that she left me in the room that night.
0: <laughs> I said, <laughs> yeah. You should. Do it. <laughs> you should. That was a terrible thing to do. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was just terrified. I just remember being under the covers, just sweating, just not, I just wouldn't look. Yeah. Wow. Terrifying. But I suppose that sort of helped kick on with my fascination with, with the paranormal.
0: Yeah, I would assume so. It's either going to scare you off from it or or turn you turn you straight towards it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy, crazy experiences there.
0: What about after that house?
2: So after that house, yeah, there was no more. I've, I've not seen an apparition like that since. But like a clear, definite ghost. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've not really experienced a lot of, um, ghosty things straight after that. As soon as we moved to the new house, there was none of that. There was no bad vibes. There was no hauntings in that house. We've, I've had some other weird experiences, um, with family and things. If you want me to go into that. Sure. So this was a strange one. Um, my nan and granddad were looking to buy a holiday home in England. Just a a place that we could go to on the weekends as a family. Uh, And they was looking all around the country at houses and stuff. And they found this house in Norfolk. I think it was Norfolk, but the the village that it was in was called Ramsey. So the whole family has gone down to, to this village for the day to look at this specific house that they found. And I don't know what, here the house was built in, but it was an old house. It was a big, it was a big house. It had all little tunnels in it where the maids would have worked in and stuff. It was a, it was a nice house. Um, I think it was a good price on the market. I think they was quite surprised of how reasonable, really nice house, but yeah, it was a reasonable price. So we've all gone down for the day looking at this house. And as soon as we walked into this house, all of us, the whole family was like, wow, there is a bad feeling here. All of us, apart from my nan and granddad that wanted to buy the house, <laughs> me, my brother, my mum, my dad, my aunt, my uncles, was all like, no, nah, there's something not right here. Really? Yeah, it's just got this really horrible vibe from it. So we're looking around the house and my nan and granddad are going, that can be your room, that can be your... And we're thinking, no. Nah. Um, <laughs> 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 but they 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 liked it, they liked this house, but we all got this bad feeling from it. And uh I think it was a week later, my granddad was at an event, and nobody knew about this this house. Nobody knew that the family was looking to buy this house, and it wasn't nobody knew. My granddad was at an event and he was talking to a friend at this event and he turned around and said to my granddad, Ron, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I've got to tell you this. I don't know why. I don't ask me why. I don't know. But Ramsey danger, Ramsey danger. That's all I can say. Now, obviously this house was in (laughs) Ramsey. Oh, so my granddad straight away, I don't know. You must've told the friend, the situation but straight away was like whoa <laughs> that's not good so obviously he didn't buy the house
0: so he paid attention to it
2: he paid attention to it
0: yeah when did grandma and, and grandpa when they were in that home did they were they feeling any weirdness uh, like the rest of you guys were or were they like no 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 this is great we're gonna have yeah. we're gonna yeah. love it
2: yeah they were like yeah you can you can sleep there this can be your room and they were quite excited about this house, so I think this was a you know, did you
0: something? guys did you guys yeah. vocalize your uh how you were all feeling about it yeah so so when he heard the ramsey danger um he put two and two together,
2: yeah, yeah wow, but there's no way this guy knew would have known that we was looking at this house yeah so it was very and and it really creeped the whole family out when we heard him say that, yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: we heard that story. So yeah, that was
0: really
2: strange. Wow. So how can you explain something like that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre.
2: You don't know, yeah. So that was a weird. I've had, I've had, I've had some weird experiences of UFOs as well. Have you? Yeah. If you if you want me to go into that one.
0: Yeah, I, I. You know, I'm I'm really interested in that. And you know, as of recording this today, uh, it's a, a November twenty first. Um, and I have to say, I wasn't going to bring this up because I feel like a little bit of, uh, um, a little bit of a weirdo. Um, but yesterday at about somewhere between like three 45 and four, 4 PM in the afternoon, um, sitting right here where I am right now, conducting this interview, um, looking out my picture window and uh, it was a gloomy day here you know it's winter it's uh, it's gloomy a little bit of blue sky showing mostly clouds and in my neighborhood for whatever reason um, we've got a lot of crows and and the crows always seem to pretty much follow the same path and that is they circle around the house across the street from us and then they fly over like our side of the street towards my home and i see them on a regular basis and um i've i've even started taking more notice of them after having interviewed jj rose and there's some there's some uh connectivity between her and i and the crows um I don't understand it, but she has brought it up multiple times. And, you know, I, I trust her, and she has proven to me uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt that there are things that she is more privy to than most people. So I pay attention to it. And, you know, I've I've been watching the crows. Um, but yesterday, I saw this, uh, and, and at first... I thought it was a, a seagull because I, it it looked about the size of a bird. Um, it was white, but it was unusual. I wasn't. I didn't see any flapping. And you know, like when you watch when you watch a bird f- flying and they flap their wings, they kind of they elevate a little bit, and then it kind of comes down a little bit, and they flap again, and it kind of elevates. This thing, this thing was on a very linear path, and I got up off, you know, and you know, you have to understand, I'm looking out a picture window, so um, my field of view is, is decent, but, you know, so I got up out of my seat, and I walked over to the window, and as I was doing that, I had my cell phone in my hand, and I went to swipe up to um, access the camera because I was going to t- try to take a video of it. Um, well, I instead of swiping down, I swiped up, and then I had to, like, try to swipe over to find the camera app. Um, and by that time, this thing had flown behind the trees of the neighbor's house to the, to the left side. Um, but, I, you know, I watched it, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a really observant person. Um, I spent a long time being a bouncer in a bar. I was always paying attention to people and nobody getting behind my back. Always, you know, trying to assess, you know, what kind of personality this person has. Are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? And and that's carried over into, like, every aspect of my life. I do it everywhere. Like, I cannot go to a restaurant and sit with my back to a door. I have to see who's coming in. (laughs) You know, it's just... I'm very observant. I'm, I'm a people watcher. I, I watch things. Um, you know, and since I've s- my lifelong obsession with you know all this weird stuff, I spent a lot of time looking up in the sky. Um, and this thing it was a very linear path that it took. It was It was a straight line. It wasn't moving like exorbitantly fast. Um, it wasn't flapping wings. Um, it was like, if you had an oval or an ellipse and kind of squashed it down, um, it was like, I'm, I want to say from my perspective, it did not look like a large object a long, long way away. It looked like a small object, fairly close. And it wasn't flying any higher than what those crows typically fly in our neighborhood. So, you know, roughly, you know, 20, 30 feet above the trees. Um, And it was the weirdest, God bless thing, because like center mass of, let's call it this bird. <laughs> um, But it really, I mean, it didn't look like a bird. I couldn't make out a head and a beak. I couldn't make out tail feathers. It was elongated it was kind of in the shape of uh, a bird you know flying sideways you know uh, uh, perpendicular to me Um. but like center mass of this thing had like this ball of like when you see a prism and you see like blues and yellows and reds and you know, just, but it was, it was muted. It was not, it wasn't anything super bright. It was almost like if you were squinting your eyes at, at some soft lights and it, it looked like energy. It looked like a tiny ball of energy center mass of this thing that was flying across. (coughs) And I'm sure that, you know, that was keeping me from being able to get my phone opened the way, you know, for the camera and everything, because I just, I really, I didn't want to take my eyes off it. And the next thing I know, it just, it flew behind the tree. And I just got a really weird feeling about what I had just seen. I, I, I don't know what the hell it was. You know, I mean, I tried to explain it to my son and I basically told him exactly what I just told you. Um, but there's nothing about it that makes me say, "Oh, that was just a a bird, and the lighting was weird." Yeah, nothing I can think of would. <clears throat> excuse me, nothing I can think of would explain that that weird energy, um, twinkle or sparkle that was going on in the center mass of this thing, and uh, I. I absolutely I have no idea what the hell to do with it you know it it was just a weird thing and I keep thinking about it and it's like you know it was weird it it was it just it was a straight line man from from east of my house across the front you know and I I don't know I'm gonna say it was maybe you know 80 to 100 feet up it wow. was it was relatively close. I sh- I mean, if it was a bird, I certainly would have been able to tell you that it was a crow or you know um, a hawk or whatever. Um, and I would say that <laughs> <coughs> you'll have to excuse me. I'm still coughing from my bout of COVID. Um, I would say that you know it was maybe one and a half to. Two times at most the size of a of a crow, but it was but it was white and and that that weird prismy looking ball in the center of it was just yeah. bizarre. So I didn't mean to hijack uh, your your UFO story, but I'm like I I don't know what the hell it was, you know. Um. So I reached out to Justin from cryptids of the corn um he is like the resident biological uap uh expert and uh he's like oh man this sounds really interesting but you know we're gonna have to talk about it at a different time because i guess i just got back from uh cryptid con and we're unpacking everything so he didn't have a chance to talk but um it was it's bizarre yeah Really? Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh um the video I think it was taken in Utah. I believe it was a film crew that was uh filming uh scenery and stuff for a documentary and there was a the small the small UAP UFO that came from the 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 mountain and then flew right towards the camera that was filming everything. Yeah. And they had to slow it down incredibly slow to to be able to see it and it was you know it it was reminiscent of what they talk about the tic-tac but it looked a lot smaller yeah and that's kind of kind of in the shape of what this thing that i saw but it didn't it didn't have the um the prismy looking lights in it um yeah in the center of it but yeah really bizarre so
2: you went to get a picture of it
0: I, I I was messing with my phone and, yeah. you know, I've got an iPhone. So if you swipe down from the lock screen, it'll yeah. it'll give you an option to just hit the camera and it'll pop right up. Well, instead of swiping down on my phone, I swiped up. Oh, okay. And then I had to like swipe through a couple of different screens to find my, my phone app or my uh, camera app. And by the time I, I got my finger on it. You know, it was it was going behind the trees uh, to the left of of the neighbor's house. Wow, it was it was just weird. I don't I don't know what to do with it. I really don't. I'm like I don't know what the hell I saw. You try drawing it down,
2: drawing it just.
0: To... Um, a- I have actually got my daughter's iPad, and there's a, a drawing program on there uh, that she uses, and uh, I'm I'm. I've got a, a really good idea in my head of what I saw. So I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to try to get that an accurate representation of what I thought. I think I saw. So
2: Interesting, man.
0: I say, I think I saw, I know I saw it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm a pretty detail oriented person. So I, I don't know, man, it was just, it wasn't a bird. I'm, I guarantee you it was not a damn bird. Yeah. but it wasn't much bigger than a bird you know maybe twice the size of like I said maybe twice the size of a, a regular crow I unless it, unless my perspective was really really skewed and off it did not look like it was something bigger way far away it looked like it was something relatively small and relatively close to to the ground No. So
2: it's mad when you see something like that and you just can't.
0: Yeah, it is
2: be, strange. You just not put anything on it.
0: Yeah. You know, like I said, I, I, I had a phone call with my son today. It was explaining it to him. And, you know, there was a good deal of silence on the other end of the phone <laughs> when I was telling him about <laughs> it. And he's like, man, he's like, I, yeah. I didn't have, don't even know what to do with that. He's like, it's weird. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm, so let's hear about yours.
2: <laughs> I've had a similar experience to that. But luckily enough, my mother-in-law was with me when I had the experience. So Two of us saw it. Oh, really? So, yeah. So I was in my it was in I was in um my old flat in Brentwood, which is just near London, um, in Essex in England. And um we was on the top top floor of the flat. And it was only four stories high. It Wasn't Massively higher, but we had this little foresty bit in front of the flat. So we was above the trees. So you could just so see over you. the Yeah. And me and my mother-in-law were just talking, just, just looking out and just talking. Um, and all of a sudden, from the trees, three objects came up from the trees. And me and my mother-in-law are both seeing this and we're both like, what is that? We couldn't put anything on it. It was three objects and they were sort of not, not particularly big. I would say there was about as big as a basketball, each of them. Really? And they were sort of going around each other, like they were connected, but they weren't actually touching. So they were, they seemed to be connected somehow, but they weren't actually touching each other.
0: Were they keeping the same distance apart from each other? Just rotating? Yeah. Like
2: yeah, that's how it, yeah. But these things didn't have a shape. You couldn't put a shape on it because they were constantly changing shape.
0: That's the way the center, this the prismy thing that I was talking about in in what I saw. Yeah, it it was it was changing. You know, yeah. I mean, it was always kind of ballish, but it it was.
2: Yeah, yeah it's it kind of strange that you said that because it took me to this straight away. These were these three objects were changing shape, so like you couldn't put a shape on them, and they were like a silvery color. The sort of have you seen the Terminator when he melts? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's that sort of silvery color, that's what they look like. And they were sort of changing shape, and they were, and we were just watching these for ages, me and my mother in law. And I don't know why I didn't try and get a video, (laughs) but we didn't. We were just both watching it and both trying to work out what it was. Yeah. We were watching it for a good, I would say, five minutes. Really? And it was just going up and up slowly, but sort of, they were staying together, these objects, and sort of going around each other, changing shapes, and they were this silvery colour. And we, we was trying to work out what it was going. It's not a balloon, it's not a balloon, it's not this. We couldn't work out what it was. And it was just going up and up and up. And then all of a sudden, you just saw flash, 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 and they were gone. Oh, no shit. And it, we was like, nobody's going to believe us that so we just saw that. We both said it to each other. It was like, no, nope, but I'm so happy that you're, you're there seeing this with me so that when we tell people, there's two of us that have seen this. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone we tell, I, I tell people, and I'm like, I can just see that they're like, Okay. <laughs> we saw
0: that. You guys 100%. were hitting the sauce. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> but that's why i was so happy my mother-in-law was there to see it with me. So I, I had backup on that one. <laughs> that's that crazy. And I can't put, I can't, I don't know what it was. I can't put a, can't put a shape to it. All I know is that they were pretty close. They were the size of a basketball each and they seemed to be connected, but they weren't touching. I don't know what it was but it was very strange.
0: And how big of how big was this wooded area that you were um
2: it wasn't a massive wooded area so it was just like it was um I would say half a mile long. Yeah. So behind that is the town. So it was not a big it's not a big forest or anything. It was just like a few just a number of trees. It was these 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 objects came out of That's so... Very strange. How long ago was that? So this was about eight years ago when this happened. And me and my mother-in-law, we still talk about it now. We still try and work out what it was.
0: (laughs) Have you ever seen anything video-wise or, you know, like any of these UFO YouTube uh, channels or anything that, um, you know, have people send in different videos from, from around the countries or... Around the yeah. world, actually, see anything that ever resembled anything that uh, that you saw?
2: Not, not really. No, no. I've not seen any where there's three things connected. I, I've not seen that now. I'd like to. I'd like to see that again. It's very strange. Did the oh,
0: color did know. the color ever really change at all, or was it always that that silvery liquid no, metal looking? Yeah.
2: yeah, that's how it looked. That's how it it looked, and it was sort of. I can't even explain it. It was just changing shape. All of they weren't this, ever the same shape either. They was all they just looked like they were separate things but together at the same time, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Very uh-huh. strange. And then to see them flash, flash and shoot off. Yeah. That was weird. And
0: that sounds really familiar to me. The 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 flash and then yeah.
2: See that when I've seen things like that. When when you've seen things that look like that before. Yeah. But the actual what they were very strange. Wow, but fascinating. <laughs> I've had a few. I've seen a few UFOs because I'm I'm fascinated with UFOs, especially the last five years. Where I've been really into it, and I'm always I'm always trying to see something. I'm always looking up. Yeah. So, like,
0: what's your your perspective on on the UFO phenomenon over there? Um, I know that, you know, you guys have been a little more, um, a little more accepting and a little more open to um, them than what the U.S. has been, um, you know, and <clears throat> the U.S. government um, had kind of a a, a change of faith uh, and, and decided to admit that these videos that were released by the, the military um were actually unidentified aerial phenomenon um yeah. you know and then they went through the whole thing with the uh you know having um uh congress was having um some of these three letter agencies who had information on this stuff were were testifying and and giving reports and then uh you know just here recently um there's kind of been another turn of the cheek and now they're saying that, uh, you know, the, um, the gimbal, the gimbal video and the go fast and all that, um, we're all just misidentified. So now they're kind of, now they're kind of backtracking again after having, (coughs) (coughs) after having like, told everybody, yeah, this stuff is real. Now they're kind of backtracking on, uh, that it's, it's, it's not. So like, what, what is your guys' perspective over there? Um, do you hear much about, you know, what, what our government is talking about on, on, on the UAP subject or?
2: We do. I think it's, it's a mixture really. I mean, you get people that are really like myself that are really into it and, and believe it. And then you get others that are, you know, sort of look at you like you're crazy when you tell people that you're into this sort of thing. But, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's it's probably the same, to be honest. It's probably this because we sort of seem to get the same information. So I think it's just a mixture. It's just what you believe, really. Yeah. I mean, with the Tic Tac video, when that came out, like we're saying, look, that's, that's like an official video from the government. But there were still people going, nah even though that that's from the government, you know, so I don't know,
0: yeah, I don't know, I don't understand the uh why they've why they've uh, backpedaled on this now yeah. um it's strange
2: it seemed to be really coming in thick and fast, it's giving us more and more yeah, and you got to think what's the reason for that to stop
0: yeah i don't I don't know. It's it's disheartening because, you know, there, there was a, you know, even though they weren't giving us a whole lot, they were giving us some, and that was exciting. Um, and it kind of made us feel like we were catching up with some of the other nations throughout the world who have been <clears throat> a bit more open about it. Uh, yeah. And then, then to have it just kind of clam back up. And so I'm not quite sure what to make of that.
2: It's very strange but i've i've seen a few what i would say ufo's definitely i've had a lot i've had a lot of experiences
0: have you do so they I seem say, do they seem to be pretty prevalent over where you're at
2: <coughs> i mean i i feel like i've seen a few um, but i'm always looking for it a lot of people seem to have had experiences You know, I talk to a lot of people that have seemed to have had experiences. So I think it's quite a, yeah, I think so.
0: I don't know why. It just seems, uh, it seems to be, and maybe it's, maybe it's a false perspective because, you know, a lot of the times that um, I watch uh, documentaries or um, shows about, you know, about UFOs, yeah, the UK seems to be in a lot of them, and I don't know if it's just because, you know, the the Rendlesham Forest uh, thing, you know, historically, um, but it seems to be pretty prevalent on that side of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I've I've got in a couple of days here I'll be interviewing a gentleman from Sweden. Um, Klaus von, who's, you know, the, the ghost rockets and, and stuff like that in Sweden. Um, wow. I'm, I'm really interested to, to get into it with him about, uh, his group as well. Yeah. Um, but he's been doing it for, what, 30 years on the topic, you know, and it's just, it's so, I think it's with. With anything, you know, uh, somebody who investigates paranormal activity, uh, you know, ghost hauntings, stuff like that. Um, People who research Bigfoot. um, People that spend an exorbitant amount of their life chasing these things. It doesn't make any sense to me that at some point throughout 30 plus years you wouldn't have an epiphany where it was just like, you know what? I've been wrong about this. This is crap. It's not real. You know? But you have people who have spent the majority of their lives you know, researching this stuff and they can't be crazy. No. You know, there's there's so many people who have you know, in all the different aspects of, of high strangeness you know, there's thousands and thousands of people who have had Bigfoot sightings and reported. it. There's, you know, thousands of people who have reported UFO sightings over the past, you know, 50, 60 years, 70 years, whatever it is. <clears throat> um, you know, it really kind of took off after the Roswell thing uh, back in the 40s. Um, but, you know, looking back in history, um, you know, there's there's reports of these these things in the air, um, back during, you know, the wild west, uh, here in the States, you know? So, um, you know, there's religious paintings that have them depicted, you know? So, and those just happen to come from Europe, but (laughs) (laughs) they always seem to have been here. They've always been about. Yeah. What do you think about them? Do you think they're, do you think they're traveling from a different um, a different planet, or do you think they are something that is more, more likely interdimensional? And I, I hate using that word because it sounds so ridiculous. But when you think about it, um, is, is it that ridiculous to think that something could, you know, like that thing that I saw yesterday? Um, <clears throat> Did I get a glimpse? Was 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 the veil thin? You know, was was that something that is in its natural environment? I just happened to get a glimpse of it. You know, I could. I, I, I don't know. It's it's a strange.
2: I think it could be a mixture. I I do think there could be uh, other dimensions, and I, I think that's a possibility. But I also do think as well that it could be um, visitors from other planets as well. I think it could be a mixture of both, and I think it could be um, aliens that are actually from Earth that we don't know as well. <clears throat> when the people say they're under the sea or Yeah, you know. I think I think it could be a mixture of all these things.
0: I tell you, that's one of the things that that really gets me when I see uh when I watch a show um, you know, about about our seas and and the the vast difference in life that we see down there, you know, with the bioluminescence and the, the weird undulating, you know, frills and, and, and my God, man, if, if, if there is alien life on this earth, it's down in the sea. Yeah. Because that is some of the most bizarre looking stuff, you know, even an octopus, you know, octopus is very common, uh, you know, for us to see. I mean, you can go to aquariums and see them, you know, you can you can see them on the beaches. Um, that's a weird creature. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, you know, they've exhibited an extraordinary intelligence. Um, I, I don't know, man
2: there's so much of the sea that we don't know as well isn't there there's so yeah. much unexplored ocean.
0: yeah don't they say that, that we know more about space than we do about our own seas
2: which is crazy when you think that,
0: that. yeah
2: we don't know a lot about space yeah
0: i got a kick uh, not too long ago but within the last 3 or 4 weeks uh, nasa announced a uh, a group of scientists that they were putting together that were was going to be studying uh, the possibility of extraterrestrial um and it's like just now in twenty twenty two. You guys have been you guys have been darking around with space exploration since when? And you're just now gonna put together a group to maybe think about the possibility. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not buying it.
2: No so. No, it's so <laughs> not buying it. No. <laughs>
0: It's never too early for holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts, whether it's for a friend or the friend in your pants. You can make this season holly, jolly, and a lot less hairy with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Just add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have your partner thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. It's a fact that Santa cares about his sack, and so should you. So, look your best while getting naughty by going to manscaped.com and use the code UNCOMFORTABLE22 for free shipping and 20% off. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls from face to balls and just in time for mistletoe season. The Platinum Package has each product from the best-selling performance package plus ultra-premium body wash, in one shampoo and conditioner and deodorant the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer and the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate presence and they're both waterproof the 4.0 trimmer now has led lighting so you can light up the way just like rudolph Once the grooming is done, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer. And with the Platinum Package Shower Products, all of Manscaped Shower Gear is sulfate-free, vegan, and made to have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. But smelling good doesn't stop there at the shower. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner can solve stank problems all day long. Once they touch your sack you'll never go back. The Platinum Package 4.0 sitting under the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirit. And for the perfect stocking stuffer, add the brand new body buffer and incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than your old loofah. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code UNCOMFORTABLE22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com. Use the code UNCOMFORTABLE22. Manscaped. Get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. So, what other kind of what other kind of weird stuff have you had happen?
2: So, with, with the UFO stuff, I've had I was on Cat Ward show, Paranormal Heart podcast, and she was going through some of my experiences. And I had this memory come back to me while I was on the show, and I just spoke about it. And basically, this goes back to when I was about 14, 15. And we, we used to play football in the street all the time. Like that's what we did. We played football in the street. And it was me and my brother. And there was always a different group of friends. I can't remember what friends were with us at the time, but it was definitely me and my brother and whoever else was playing football with us on that day. Um, and we were just playing football, just, you know, having a kick about. And all of a sudden, we've noticed in the distance what looked like um, the best way I can describe it is it looked like you know these crazy buildings that you see in Dubai <laughs>
0: yeah yeah.
2: it looked like that in the sky just standing still in the distance there's a, this weird like triangle sort of shape but long and we've all stopped playing football like what is that and we're all trying to work out what this is and it had like orange on it and silver. And we was, we was looking at this object for 10 minutes. You know, we were just trying to work out what it was. It wasn't moving. It didn't go anywhere. And I can remember us all just talking about it and being fascinated by it. And unfortunately we didn't have phones at this time. Cause I'm sure we would have got a lot of good pictures and videos of it, but we didn't have any phones then. And, all I remember is that we were looking at this for ages and then we just carried on playing football. <laughs> it was just, and it's a sort of memory It's sort of gone, but um, it came back to me while I was talking about these things the other day and I'd done the show and um, the show went out and my brother listened to it and he rang me up and he said, "Bro, I remember seeing that that craft. I remember seeing that, That UFO. Um, What was that? We never spoke about it since. (laughs) And I was like, "I know. I'm glad you remember it." (laughs) But what it was, I mean, I don't know. But it was uh, very strange, and it just looked like a building that you'd see in the fire. Best way for me to explain it. Yeah, isn't that
0: isn't that weird? Because there has been a number of videos. where people are, are videotaping in the clouds, what looks to be like a city, you know, yeah. and, and I've seen the explanation that, you know, depending on a certain amount of moisture that's in the, in the clouds and the lighting being just right, that it creates a mirror effect of, and you're actually seeing what's, you know, a mirror effect of what's on the ground below it. Um, to me, that's just stinks of high horse shit. I, I don't, yeah. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Um,
2: that's so crazy than actually seeing a UFO. <laughs> but that's that's
0: that's a really weird that's a really weird phenomenon that you, you can find it quite a bit about online. Yeah. You know the one that <clears throat> the one that really gets me is um and, and there's there's a couple of different videos from from it's the same event, but from different areas, different locations. Of this uh, this pyramid that uh, appeared above the in the sky above the the Pentagon. Oh wow! And I, I believe there's there's two different uh, two different views uh, from people that were on opposite sides of you know, yeah. And it's bizarre. It's it's like a, a very large pyramid shape above the the Pentagon. And it's just kind of slowly turning on itself. It's it's bizarre.
2: From different angles.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Very bizarre. Yeah. I, you know, I mean.
2: And it's cool that they've got the two the two shots of it from different angles. Yeah,
0: it? I mean, it, it could have been somebody you know messing around with uh, CGI and you know had a lot of had a lot of good software, you know, behind them and able to render out some stuff that looked pretty realistic, but to do it from two different perspectives, you know, that, that was, that was what was a little bit more convincing to me that 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 was something now it may have been proven to be a hoax. If it has, I haven't seen it. Um, but it's a very interesting video.
2: Yeah. I'd like to see that. That's cool. There's so many videos out there that just look amazing. Mm-hmm. um and then you find out some of them are unfortunately not real which is yeah.
0: the ones that really intrigue me are the ones of um what appear to be like craft around the outside of our sun that yeah. that almost appear to be extracting you know something whether it's a gaseous material or 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 something from from the sun and it's like mm-hmm. you know those are those very intriguing I'm, I'm very curious as to what's going on there yeah i Good.
2: think that there's so much out there in there that we just don't
0: i love it <laughs> it really does make you know and I, i've said this a number of times you know when you <clears throat> not saying you have to believe everything um you know everybody's got their own gut everybody you know you you can look at something i mean i love bigfoot um i'm I'm just i'm a whore for trying to find good you know good representation of evidence in in videos or or documentaries or whatever but inevitably my gut is always like no that ain't real (laughs) or you know holy crap there's something to that that seems very organic that i you know I'm I'm putting yeah. that in the basket of, I think that that's a possible real stuff. Um, but it makes life so much more interesting and enjoyable. I mean, I guess maybe from my perspective, because I enjoy this stuff. Um, yeah. It just makes things, you have so much more you can talk about, you know. I would much rather talk about this kind of stuff than the horseshit that's going on in the news every day or you know what's going on in our political climate um oh, yeah. you know the shit show that that is um yeah. this is this kind of stuff is and and it seems to be you know we were talking about this before uh, before we started recording you know i lost i lost my mom here very recently and uh i did not grow up with a good a healthy relationship with death, you know, I mean, that sounds weird, but it just, it was, death is a horrible thing. You know, it's sad. It's you makes you cry and you miss people and makes your heart hurt and and all that. Um, but you know, with the passing of my mom, I don't know. It seems like the, the more that I've, I've steeped myself into these topics, and the more perspectives that I have seen through other people's eyes and ways of looking at things that might not have normally crossed my mind has made it easier for me to deal with her passing. Yeah. And, you know, for myself, that's been a huge thing because, you know, it could have been a a devastating loss, you know, and I mean, it is, it, it's, it sucks that she's gone. She was a wonderful woman. I loved her to death she's the only mom I'll ever have. And now she's gone. So yes, it, it's, it sucks. Um, but it could have been a lot, a lot worse on my psyche had. And I, th- and I think I owe it to having been able to have conversations with, People about those topics, and have seen and heard so many different perspectives on, you know, what transpires after after somebody passes. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm very grateful for it. That's one of the that's one of the great things about doing these shows. I just, yeah, I love it. Because we know now that there's there's
2: something else.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I certainly believe hundred percent.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely there is. You know, I I think we touched on this on on your show, you know, after my dad passed, um, I had some really profound experiences, you know, probably 9 to t- 9 to 12 months after he passed. Uh but it, it was all very very pointed, very directed at that was him. That yeah. was, there were there were things that were going on that were Making me understand that he was in whatever way reaching out, you know. And I've heard other people say, "Well, you got to be careful because that wasn't really him. It's the demons that have followed you since birth who know who you are, who are acting like your father, so they you think that it's him." And it's like, I, you know, and I don't think I believe that. Um, yeah. I think they're called familiars. Uh, you're you're apparently you're born with them, and they learn everything about you. And then when somebody passes in your life, then they come back and they act like that person so that they can fool you into it. Um, I don't buy that. Um, yeah. Are there bad spirits out there? Sure. Absolutely. Are there demons? Yeah. If you believe in angels, you got to believe in demons. You know? So, um, cool. but yeah, it's a, it, it's, it's been a doing these shows. Has honestly been a gift. Um, yeah. It really has, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So,
2: yeah, yeah, it's it's very special. It is very special.
0: It is, and the community the that that gets behind it. Um, you know, I don't know, I don't know what your experience has been, um, but like the the community around uncomfortable has been and and i've had you know like jj um a lot of a lot of my people have have reached out to her and not only her but other other guests as well and they've always responded to me by saying your your listeners are like the nicest people in the world you know they just are just they're just nice you know yeah. i don't have and and knock on wood um, i'm not taking this for Granted, but, uh, you know, I don't have anybody in my community that's a troll that, you know, just can't wait to light somebody up, you know, uh, or, or really trash into a, a guest that I have on. Um, I think I think the people that the show attracts are are very open minded and accepting people who who just you hear a you hear a different perspective and it may not necessarily work for you but that's the wonderful thing about it it i've had other people on the show where i've been able to learn to look through their perspective at some of the things that i've experienced and it doesn't necessarily change my view of what i think happened but i can look at it from a different standpoint and and see different different points yeah And I think that's a great thing. I think that's made me a much more open-minded, more accepting person all the way around, to be honest.
2: Yeah, no, it's cool, man.
0: It is. I enjoy doing this. This is a... It's been a gift. It really has.
2: So I've, I've been doing this for about four months now. I'm absolutely loving it. I love it. The people you meet... Um, as you said, the different perspectives, you, you can't beat it. It's amazing. It's something very special about it. Mm-hmm.
0: It is. And I'm sure, I'm sure it's not just this genre of podcast. I'm I'm sure that, you know, whether you do a financial broad, uh, podcast or, you know, you do a podcast on selling homes or, you know, whatever it may be, I'm sure everybody experiences something to, to a similar effect. Um yeah. And I, I, a lot of it, I think, has to do with just being able to communicate with people. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's an art that is uh, going to waste on on the youth of today because, you know, nobody can take the time to look up from their phones and engage in a conversation in a meaningful way um, without having to look down at their phone and, you know, or down at their watch and, you know, respond to this or like that or you know it's just um it's a more a a personal thing it's a personal thing and i think when people find shows like this they they understand and and they're kind of drawn into that that personal connection that i have with my guests and uh it's a great thing super excited super excited to keep doing this and I'm glad yeah. your show's doing well.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. I'm loving your show. Brother. I love it every week. It's, it's become a part of my routine. Has every it really? Week. I love it, man.
0: Oh, thanks so much, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's uh, it's not going anywhere. It's, uh, you know, yeah. and, I, and I, I keep getting these, I get these little jumps in, in listenership. And, you know, I, I try not to, pay a whole lot of attention to it all the time. I don't want to obsess over it. Um yeah. but then all of a sudden there'll be a jump and it's like I don't know where that happened from. I don't know what caused that. You know, yeah. um yeah. you know, did did the right person share it with a, a ton of people or you know, did somebody find a an episode of somebody else's podcast that I was on and it just took off from there or what? It's it's uh Well, I had a big
2: jump when you came on my show, that's for sure. Did you <laughs> Been,
0: yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So I would hope that you uh, you get a pretty good jump uh, when this airs as well. I hope so. so Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been my pleasure. It's been long overdue.
2: Yeah. I've still, got, I've still got some more freaky stuff to tell you as well.
0: Let's get to it.
2: <laughs> I'm not done yet. Let's get to it. So, I'll, I'll tell you this. This is another UFO one. I have got other stuff as well that's happened, but I'll tell you this because this was pretty crazy. So I was, um, I was away. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a place in England called center parks. I don't know if you've heard it. It's like a holiday place, Mm. wood lodges. And it's like a foresty place, cool place. Um, we go there quite a lot. We used to go there like once a year. Um, and we were staying there and this was in Norfolk. Um, and I like taking pictures of trees and stuff. <laughs> That's a bit weird, but I like it. If I see a nice little tree line, I'll sort—I'll of, take a picture. So I'm—I'm I'm just looking out, and I've seen this beautiful tree line. Um, and I thought I'm going to take a picture of that. It was dark; it was night time, and I've took a picture. And as I've took a picture, something has shot up from the forest, just straight up, like like um. Like a shooting star, but it was from the forest and it's just gone straight up so quick. And I was like, have I caught that on my camera? I wasn't sure. It didn't come out on the actual picture. But you know when you press down on the iPhone, it sort of takes a little video.
0: Oh, yeah, the live live view, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, it came out on that and you saw this, whatever it was, shoot up. No kidding. And it wasn't, It didn't make any sound. It wasn't a firework or anything like that. It was something It was just just. A really super quick light that came up from the forest and went straight up to the sky and it was gone. And the weird thing, I was looking at this picture and I was like, wow, I've caught that. And then I just got this horrible feeling, really weird feeling that I shouldn't have this. It was so strange because bearing in mind, I love this, I love this subject. I'm, I'm, I, I would have shared that on Facebook straight away, you know, normally. Right. <laughs> And I just got this horrible dark feeling, and I I was like, I've got to get rid of this. I can't. I, I don't know what it is. And I deleted it. I deleted the picture. Now this picture wouldn't have proved anything. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It was just a light that shut up. But I had this horrible feeling, and I deleted it, and I I deleted it from my recently deleted as well, which was really strange. So something I didn't want this on my phone. No kidding. It was just a really weird feeling because I love this sort of thing. <laughs> I wouldn't delete that, you know, and I just got this bad vibe about it and I deleted it.
0: <laughs> like it was something you shouldn't have seen or.
2: How it felt. I just got this horrible feeling and, and I, I I listened to it and I deleted it and I regretted it ever since. <laughs> so I don't know oh. why, I don't know why I would do that. It was just really weird. Cause I'd like to think if I'd done that now, I'd just, Fight that feeling and keep it, but I don't. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why that would. I don't know why I'd even think that. I don't know. It was very strange. I take. I try and take pictures of stuff like that all the time. You know. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I would delete something like that, but I just got this horrible feeling and a feeling that I have to delete it, and I did delete it. It's really weird. How <laughs> strange! That. I still regret it to this day. <laughs>
0: You think maybe that it was uh, what you what you saw was some sort of a more of an entity?
2: Possibly, yeah. Possibly. At first, I didn't think that someone didn't mention that to me, and I think it could have been, yeah, because to get that horrible dark feeling out of nowhere, really, you know, yeah, it', it very strange. Wow, it was very very strange, because you know I love. I've I've taken videos before and I thought I've caught like UFOs and stuff and I'll post it straight away, you know. It's not (laughs) it's really weird. I don't know why I deleted it.
0: How long ago was that?
2: This was about four or five years ago, four years ago. So it wasn't that long ago. It's just really strange. (laughs) And it still bugs me. It still bugs me that I don't I can't I don't understand why I did that. (laughs) Yeah. Because I wouldn't do that. It's just got this weird, and I remember telling everyone I've caught this weird picture, but I've deleted it (laughs) because, for whatever reason, I just had this urge to delete it. Very strange, very strange feeling.
0: That is weird. Yeah, it almost makes me think that you, what you, what you captured was maybe something akin to a. I don't demonic spirit or
2: possibly yeah I mean when I first saw it and I first see the the picture I, I put it down to being a a UFO or something but yeah you're right I mean it could have been that and it makes more sense for it to be something like that because of the feeling that I got from it you know yeah But so, yeah it's very strange
0: wow that is that's still... odd what else you got <laughs> so
2: Recently, I've been having a few weird experiences, like really recently. And I don't know if it's because I'm talking about this sort of stuff all the time and I'm opening myself up to it more. I don't know. But there's definitely stuff happening around me recently within the last couple of months, three months, that are really weird. Um, seeing things in the corner of my eye a lot, hearing strange noises a lot, um, I, obviously, we talk to a lot of different people that have had a lot of different experiences, and sure. uh, shadow people is something that I've never really i I've not thought about that a lot, you know—and and I'm just learning more about that. Um, I think I had a shadow person experience when I was 21, and it's only recently that I've sort of worked out that that's what it was. So when I was 21, I didn't know what a shadow person was. So when I had the experience, I never put it down to being that. But after talking to people about shadow people and their experiences, it's very similar and it's the same, it's the same thing, basically. So I, I came back from university when I was 21. Uh, me and my brother had, again, we shared a bedroom upstairs, we had our own little bit in the loft that was converted (laughs) so we had our own our own room upstairs and I was sleeping one night again sleeping and I've woken up and there was a black figure looking over me I woke up and it's how people explain a shadow person so it was darker than the room Mm -hmm. and it was like the shape of a man so I woke up absolutely Crap myself, <laughs> seeing this thing, looking at me. And I think in my head straight away, I thought it was my brother mucking about, looking yeah. over me. So I've tried to punch this
1: figure.
2: <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I'm, thinking it's my brother. So I'm thinking, what are you doing? <laughs> so I've tried to punch it. I've took a swing at this thing. And I've obviously made a little noise while I've done this because my brother's woke up on the other side of the room, turned the lights on what's the matter what's the matter what's the matter I said I thought you were standing over me uh, and it, it scared me so much uh, and it stuck with me but at the time I sort of put it down to maybe being tired and didn't think too much of it I didn't put it down to a, a paranormal thing really at the time and it sort of to the back of my mind not really thought about it much but recently in the last I would say three months I've had that experience twice in my new house where I've woke up and there is something looking over me, a shadow person. And it's there for a little while. I see it and then it goes and it's really weird. And that's, that's recent. And then it sort of clicked back, that that's what I saw when I was 21 and I've sort of put the, so I think, I think that's what I'm experiencing.
0: What, uh, what does your wife have to, have to say about this kind of stuff. Is she, uh, is she supportive of it? Is she dismisses of it? She's
2: supportive. She's had some weird experiences as well. Yeah. She, she, she believes, she's got the same sort of beliefs that I have. Uh, she didn't like it when I told her there was someone looking over us at night.
0: Yeah, I would imagine not.
2: <laughs> Go down too well. <clears throat> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, what it was, I don't know. But it's, it fits the descriptions of what people's, describe shadow people
0: as being. Well, you know, I've, I've talked to a number of people because it, it's funny that you brought this up. Um, movement out of the corner of your eye. I heard this has probably been about five weeks ago, four weeks ago. Um, I live in the house that my mother lived in up until the point where I put her into a, a nursing home. Um, at one point, she had had three cats, and uh, two of them had passed before she uh, went into the nursing home, and the third one went back with my daughter uh, when my mom went into the nursing home and uh, passed away a few months ago. Um, I went into a room in the house that my mom used to use for getting changed To go to bed, and I walked into that room. That's that room is going to be my studio, okay. And I walked in there to kind of assess all the things that you know needed to be thrown away, things that need to be packed up. Um, What was I saving? What was I not saving? And I stood in that room. This is a brick house. The windows were closed. The air conditioning was running. Um, You know, there were no windows were open. It wasn't like I heard something from outside. And as I stood in that room, a cat meowed. Wow. And it took me by surprise to the extent that I literally looked down to my right at the floor because I fully expected to see a cat sitting there Wow! and there was no cat there and there was no cat in the house because they had all passed away. And the last one had gone to live with my daughter. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was weird. You know, I mean, it, it, nothing scary about it. I don't think, you know, I mean, it's kind of unnerving. Yeah. You know, and there's been times where I'm I'm falling asleep or laying in bed after I shut the TV down, sh- shut the TV down, and just you know you hear the ambient sounds of the house, and I'm like I don't want to hear a cat meow, you know. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, I've I've talked to a number of people, um, and and they said that, you know, probably because of me doing this show. Um, on top of that, I've had several tell me that I'm going through a bit of an awakening of of my own. Um, yeah. That sounds hokey as hell, so I don't like to say that out loud. Um, but I think they're right, to some extent. Yeah. You know, and I have had darting images uh, just outside my peripheral. You know, I, I literally saw a hand wrap around, you know, like the fingers wrap around the outside edge of a a door jam. Um, and it was, it was fleeting. It was immediate and it was jarring and, and it was gone but I know damn well what I saw, and it was fingers wrapping around the edge of the the door jam. Wow, well, you know, and then I, I can't explain it. I don't. It's you know, I don't. Um, I don't sit around and and use Ouija boards. I don't summon uh, to try to summon spirits or anything like that. I don't do any kind of investigations in my house. I don't ask questions. I don't try to catch EVPs in my home. Um, I will I will do that at on other premises, but it's not something that I want to entertain at all where I live. Um, yeah, you know. So, um, but you know, these things that I've had happen, um, I'm seeing you know things out of the corner of my eye when I'm at work, um, when I'm in other places, and and it's strange. You know, it's it's like. <laughs> Are these people right? Am I going through, um, you know, a, an awakening of, of sorts? And, you know, I don't profess to be uh, anything. I don't profess to be a empath or, a, you know, psychic or anything like that. But yet I've had, you know, five five different women who have all have my um, complete trust, uh, because of things that they've they've been able to tell me uh, yeah. that would not be known and could not be found out. Um, they they tell me that you know you've you've got you got things going on. You you're yeah. you know.
2: That's interesting.
0: So I don't I don't is it, know. Is it
2: I, happening more and more as well, or is it? Say again. Is it something that you're noticing is happening more and more, and it's happening more often.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've had a number of things happen recently. Um, you know, I don't know if you listened to the episode that I did with the um, Tony, Tony Merkel down in the, when we all went down to the confessionals, um, yeah. you know, that was yeah. a four hour podcast, that's a lot to get through. Um, that cool. but, but that whole thing, <laughs> that whole thing with the cloud at the Lexington exit in Kentucky, um, that that's still working on me. Um, yeah. you know, uh, what happened to 90 minutes of, of my, of my trip? I don't know. I don't have no, I mad. you know, I, I've got, I've got no good explanation for it. In yeah. fact, uh, I was going to do an episode, a small, short episode to, to revisit this because I recently, well, since this happened, I have been in kind of in a constant um, state of of going back through my phone, looking at timestamps from phone calls that I know that happened, um, text messages that I know that I got during the time that I was driving, um, Instagram posts that um, listeners had made um, during the time that I was, I was on the road, and... It was my impression up until about, just about a week ago, it was my impression that the weirdness started at the point that I saw the cloud in Lexington. But that's not right. It's not right at all. Because when I start looking at the distance from the Lexington exit to the truck stop, it's 40 minutes. It took me an hour to get there. I, had, I was in the middle of a 20-minute traffic stop, and it was 40 minutes to get there. That 60 minutes that put me at the truck stop at 7 o'clock. From the truck stop to the Airbnb was 2 hours and 15 minutes by GPS. I made it in 2 hours and 34 minutes. So there was a difference of only like 15 minutes. The weirdness happened from the time I left my house to the time I got down to the Lexington exit when I saw that cloud in the sky do its thing and kind of morph into whatever the hell that was supposed to be, yeah. that was signifying the end of it. Wow, and i i still don't i don't I don't know what the hell to do with it you know there's there's ninety minutes of travel that I was not, that I never left my car, that I was on the road, that I was driving. That doesn't make any sense. You know, 90 minutes extra added to my, to my trip. And the only thing I can, I can honestly say at a point during that, it felt like there was something that was acting on me to delay my arrival. Not that it was trying to stop me. Not that it was trying to keep me from getting there. There was an intentional delay, and I don't understand what that was. I don't yeah. know what the point of slowing my travel down was.
2: It's very interesting, man. Yeah.
0: You know? And then I saw this thing in the in the sky yesterday, you know, yeah. and it's like I'm yeah, yeah, I'm I'm having an uptick in, in personal experiences. And <laughs> I don't know why, you know, it's like I said, it's not like I sit around and, you know, read a bunch of books of, you know, how to, how to be more open-minded, how to, you know, astral project, or how to, you know, remote view, or how to do this, or how to do that. I'm I'm not doing those things. I don't know.
2: Yeah, super interesting, my man.
0: Something, <laughs> something seems... To be opening me up.
2: Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So when you was in the car, there was nothing that, nothing that felt out of place when you, there's no, how can I explain it? There's no time that you, you didn't feel like you weren't there. Nope. Basically.
0: Nope. Nope. Um, you know, there the only thing, the only thing that i really remember and and it's not going to be as dramatic as as i make it sound um i was surprised when i hit kentucky
2: yeah
0: i was surprised when i saw the sign that said you're entering kentucky <coughs> excuse me um it was strange because I expected to, I expected to go through um, some heavy traffic area around Indianapolis, um, yep. which is kind of the middle of Indiana. Um, now, granted, I was off to the side of it, and but I, I still thought I was close enough that, you know, around that three or four o'clock, I would have ran into some some pretty heavy traffic, um, and I didn't. Um, there were there were a couple of times that I got slowed up in traffic, um, but they were you know eighteen twenty, twenty two minutes. It wasn't it wasn't anything that you know added up to ninety minutes of unaccounted for. I mean, literally, I figured out that I would have had to have gone like I would have had to have gone a hundred and. 160 miles at an average of like 31 and a half miles an hour. Yeah. To to extend that trip by the amount of time that it extended it. And th- there's no way. I was traveling major highways. If I was traveling at 31 miles an hour, my ass would have got pulled over by the police and said, what the hell are you doing on the highway? You know, there's no way. You know, and again, it, the the really weird thing is that I really was under the impression that the weirdness happened at the point that I saw the cloud then going down to the Airbnb yeah. and then to, to find out that all of that lined up to within 15 minutes. That, that was like, what was kind of flabbergasted me. It was like, wait a minute. You're telling me that, 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 my my time issue happened between the time i left the house and the time i got to the lexington exit that made even less sense because you know i had you know at the point that i saw the cloud i was like that was really freaking weird and it it changed into something that looked very strange and then I got to the you know, the truck stop, and I know that I had a conversation with a, a, a lovely lady that stopped right at 7 o'clock p.m. That's when I got out of the car, hung up the phone, got out of the car, and filled up with gas. Went inside, took a leak, grabbed a sandwich, got back in the car, wolfed down the sandwich, and was back on the road. Um, but th- at that point, I was feeling like something was slowing me down. You know, and I had people calling me and I had people text messaging me and you know, what's taking so long? Where are you at? Why aren't you here? And yeah. you know, and then the the power goes out at the um at the Airbnb at eight eight thirty or at eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, and the power comes back on to the Airbnb when I'm pulling into the driveway. You know, it it was so everything to me at that point everything seemed like it was happening from the truck stop to the Airbnb but when I go back and I look at the the timeline and the the miles and the GPS coordinates you know what what it tells you how long it's going to take you I was there within 15 minutes of when I was supposed to be yeah from point A to point B but from home to the Lexington exit should have taken me five hours, and it took me six and a half. Wow. You know, I mean, the whole trip, the whole trip should have, with two gas stops, the whole trip should have taken me no longer than eight hours and 15 minutes, and it took me 11 hours. Wow. And my trip home, eight hours and 12 minutes.
2: Yeah.
0: I had no problems coming home whatsoever
2: strange man yeah
0: and I even took a route that that route originally added like 20 minutes to my time I did not I did not want to go back the same way that I came down because I did I did not want for one I didn't want anybody knowing the route that I was taking home yeah and second of all I did not want to repeat of of what had happened on the way down there.
2: Yeah. I bet that was just so, so it must've been
0: so strange, man. (laughs) It's still strange. I still can't wrap my head around it.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, I have literally had, you know, like three sheets of paper, (laughs) Where I've, yeah. you know, I've started listing things in in order of chronological order of where I was, what I was doing, who I was talking to, who I got text messages from, who, you know, specifically people who liked my Instagram page while I was driving because I could see the banner pop up, you know, and yeah. I could go back and I could look at what time they liked that photo, you know, yeah. and it was, it's just the most bizarre thing.
2: He's mad.
0: My... Wow. And nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. any of the people that were down there. You know, I, 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 I'm like, I need to talk about this. Let's talk about it. What
2: and did they think happened? What was the general?
0: The overall, the overall sense of something, something was at play because Tony Christian myself we all saw we all saw something dart past the couch to the um, to the chair that I was sitting in behind that chair. We all saw yeah. something at the Airbnb um, I had my experiences with Joel which I felt there were a number of times throughout the conversation where he was getting really aggressive with me um, that I felt that he was kind of... Um, aiming his, what he was saying at me, but nobody else recognized that. Nobody else saw that. They were all like, no, dude, he wasn't doing that. But yet I was feeling, I was feeling that. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what was at play. I don't know what was acting on that group of people. Um, yeah. You know, Number Joel one. and I are, Joel and I are friends. We got, there's no problems between us. Um, yet there seemed to be a freaking rub between the two of us over that weekend, you know, and he was super happy to see me when I got there and, you know, he was, but you know, when we started talking about the things that we were talking about, it seemed like there was a, there was a rub. Um, I'm not saying that it was him, uh, but I think there was something, there was something at play and I don't know what the hell it was.
2: When, when you think about the subject that you guys were talking about,
0: mm-hmm.
2: man, that just, yeah, <laughs> that adds to it as well. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting stuff, man.
0: Those are the kind of things that really annoy me. The, it really irritates the hell out of me because I know no matter how much time I put into it, how much effort I put into trying to figure out what it is, I'm never going to figure it out. Yeah. You know, there's, (laughs) there's, there's, there's going to be no resolution to this whatsoever. Um, but my personality type will not let me let go of it. Yeah. You know, I, I continuously, it's something that is like always in the back of my mind now. You know, I'm not, I'm not obsessed over it. Um, I might be kind of close. (laughs) <laughs> it might be. I might be kind of close to being obsessed with it. Um,
2: it Has anyone said to you like, that you could have been abducted or something? Has anyone put that to you? I know that you, sounds. You know,
0: there was there was some joking around about it, yeah. um, kind of in a half serious way. Yeah. Between the group of us, she keeps coming up, and you know, JJ. Um. She said that, you know that I was during that time I was uploaded and I, I'm like, I don't know. What the hell does that mean? You know, but like, like some, not that I was taken or, or, or went anywhere, but yeah. here's, here's the really weird thing. Cause I love listening to loud music and I don't get to do it very often. Cause I, I work like five minutes from, I I live five minutes from work. So, you know, I can barely get through one song in the time that I leave my driveway till I get to work. Um, so typically like if I'm on a, if I, if I have a long drive, I'm listening to some loud music, um, listening to a podcast. Um, you know, I've got something going on that I'm listening to. And the day that I took this trip down to Tennessee, I didn't listen to anything. I wasn't listening to music. I wasn't listening to podcasts. I was kind of spending some time in my head that I don't normally get to do a lot of. Um, So that was really, you know, that's out of character for me. And I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I don't know if that was... A result of what was going on you know I don't know it was it was very bizarre
2: Yeah.
0: you know because it was quite out of out of what I normally do you know yeah. five five and a half hours of driving without listening to anything you know that yeah. there's no way in hell you know, I I would have to be listening to something, and I didn't. I didn't that whole time. I was like perfectly fine being in my head, yeah. and I'm like, that's just not me. Yeah, you know, my my head's not that fun of a place to be. Um, you know, I, I typically I need some kind of stimulus.
2: Yeah, and uh, on time, something on. I've always got a podcast on. Yeah. Music.
0: So I I don't know it was it it, it was and still is a very strange, um, yeah. very strange experience.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. And we, I got a message from Joel a couple of days ago that um, he's done a couple of other podcasts and had very similar results with some electronic failures uh, during during really? that. Yeah, so oh. it it seems to to be continuing. um
2: I wonder if I can get him on. Let's get freaky and, and test it out there as well. I don't know. Can we try that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you? Are you recording with Joel?
2: I haven't yet. No, but I'd, I'd like to. That'd be cool.
0: <laughs> it, it's. Uh, I don't know. You know it, the the weird thing is why us why why that why that specific group of people you know to have all have. The same, the same type of interferences, the same type of uh, electronic issues, recording with the same guy talking about the same shit on on different podcasts. What what's what's the point? Why you know? Why did Tony, who is a very busy guy, um, huge podcast, got his fingers in all kinds of stuff, documentaries, videos, all kinds of stuff. Why did he, why did he put out the invitation to have all these, all these guys come out, um, you know, driving hours and hours to get there, um, to, to put together this four hour plus podcast, you know, which I honestly did not think anybody would, would sit through, um, four hours, (laughs) but a lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of people listened to it.
2: It was a great episode. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a lot to get through, but I mean, it worked. You know, um, yeah. I don't know. It's strange stuff. And, yeah. But I just, I, I've got an overwhelming feeling that it's not over. Yeah. And and it still makes me wonder why, what is it about that group of people, you know yeah several relative unknowns you know in the big picture of nobody
2: super interesting stuff man yeah
0: so the one thing that keeps coming up and has been said multiple times by multiple people is yep. that it's it's my voice both in a, a figurative and a in a physical um in a way like yes i have a voice because i have a podcast it's got a decent amount of listeners but my voice is very inviting and people are comforted by my voice so i've been told um yeah yeah <laughs> you know, so you know justin and jay from the the cryptids very likable guys um enjoyable shows to listen to, you know. Uh is it got something to do with our voices, you know, figuratively and and physically. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird.
2: Super interesting, man.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's over.
2: No. As a as a listener, I definitely got the sense that it wasn't over. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to you guys getting together again.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll be very interesting.
2: Yeah. So,
0: well, you got anything else to to round this round this hour out with?
2: Um, oh, I've had so many experiences. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, family wise, I can tell you some things, strange things. Yeah. My daughter done say really strange. So I don't know if it runs in the family. So my daughter's 10 years old now. Um, but when she was four, we had a really strange experience. My wife and my daughter were driving home from, I don't know if they'd been to school or something like that. They are driving home from something. And this particular area, there's just this big stone wall. And my little girl's looking out the window, and she's four years old. And she said, Mummy, what, what are those people over there? And my wife looked and she said, there's, there's, just a, there's just a wall there, Amy. There's there's nothing there. It's just a wall. And she went, no, I can see people with sheets over their faces. And my wife was like, this is really weird. <laughs> so she drove home and she's told my mother-in-law what's happened. And they're like, what's that all about? What's that all about? They've looked into this wall, but where, where this was, and... Behind the wall was a morgue. Yeah. Oh, crap. (laughs) So I don't know how, but my little girls picked up on that. And Uh that was freaky.
0: See, I'm I'm firmly of the belief that when we're young, we are much more wide open to to those kind of things.
2: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, because you've got no... Yeah, you're open to everything when you're that age. Isn't yeah, you? this was just crazy how she how she picked that up. Wow, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah. so I always tell people that because that is, there's no explaining that. There's no there's no way she would know. She didn't even know what a morgue was, you know. Yeah, so it's strange. Very mm. strange. <laughs> <laughs> But I love it, I love it. I love all the crazy
0: <laughs> yeah I, 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 as a child though uh, there there's a there's an innocence that I don't think they need to you know even though we're open at that point that that kind of bothers me um that kids have experiences that because one they're too they're too young to understand. Um, they don't have the rational thought uh, to deal with being scared sometimes they don't have the knowledge enough to be scared of what they are seeing when they should be scared so I kind of wish that children didn't have those experiences but
2: yeah and it stays you forever as as I know from my experience when I was 10
0: it definitely does you still see it Perfectly. (laughs) I can close my eyes right now and see the shadow person outside my bedroom window or bedroom door. Yeah. Could see the the whole I could absolutely see the whole thing. So Yeah. Yeah. It never leaves you. Yeah. Tommy, it's been a pleasure, my friend.
2: Thank you so much, sir.
0: Thank you. Let everybody know again real real quick where they can find all your stuff.
2: So Tommy Cullum's Let's Get Freaky podcast. We're on all all the uh, most of the podcast platforms. Um, we're on social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, TC Let's Get Freaky podcast. Um, come say hi. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much, Eric, for having me. It's been amazing, man. I love you, brother.
0: I love you too, um, man. It's been I love great.
2: Uh, it's a part of my weekly routine.
0: I appreciate yeah.
2: that great work man I thank was
0: you. I was just listening to uh, your episode with uh, White House uh, earlier today at work that was a good show yeah. oh thank you very much good show and I've actually got this week coming I know I
2: don't know when this will be out but I've got JJ Rose this week nice yeah she uh <laughs> she
0: she said you were one of those one of those people that are just she absolutely loves my listeners she said everybody that's uh reached out to her in any way shape or form has just been terrific yeah. so that'll, yeah, that'll be a good great. one
2: yeah no, thank you very much
0: thank you my friend
2: thank you hope,
0: hope everything goes well there on the other side of the pond and uh good luck to you my friend i'll let you know when this is gonna air and thanks so much for being with me man i know it's uh wee hours of the morning over there so i appreciate yeah. your time
2: Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you.
0: It's been an honor. All right, brother. Take care.